late to the party. I think that's what it is. All right, good afternoon. I'm Malik Jackson. Is there an update on him? Oh, there is. Um, we're still waiting on a few more test results with him, um, but uh, it's a significant injury that uh, is going to be going to require some time. You kind of got enough out of your pass rush yesterday. Are you happy with the way? Uh, I thought the second half we did. Uh, First half, um, you know, and again, by design, the ball was coming out of Case's hand pretty quick. Uh, A lot of play action up there, you know, um, seven and eight man protection scheme. So it kind of stymied the rush a little bit. But I thought in the second half we uh, made a a conscious effort to really get after him in their offensive line with the four guys we did, pressure a little bit. Um, made the difference in the, in the second half. Is Jackson well, need some surgery, or uh, what's the plan? We're wait, that's why we're waiting on some more some more information on him. Is yeah. it possible he'd be back this year? Or? Yeah, until we find out more, um, I really can't answer that right at this time. Make a roster. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait and see. We're gonna wait and see if we do. We may do something tomorrow. What'd you what see you from those other guys, Jernigan and his son? Uh, yeah, I thought Jernigan. Uh, you know, was dis- disruptive at times. I thought Hassan, you know, got in there, especially late in the game when when Malik came out. You know, had had a couple of, of pressure uh, pressure moments there. Um, you know, and, and again, getting in game action. Um, you know, it's a little different. Speed's a little bit different, but uh, I thought both guys uh, both guys were were disruptive, and uh, uh, Timmy in particular um, did some did some really nice things. Yeah, you know, we, we, we monitored monitored them during the game. We wanted to make sure that we weren't getting, you know, over um, worked, I guess. Uh, but the guys you mentioned played played outstanding, um, starting with Brandon Brooks. Um, you know, he was explosive. Um, being able to come off the ball, change of direction, it, it just looked like he, he picked up where he left off. And, you know, Fletcher was the same way early in the game. You could see the explosiveness, the uh, uh, explosion off the ball, you know, the quick uh, quick trigger that he has. And, and, and the same with even, you know, I'll even put Derek Barnett in that group. You know, Derek Barnett was that way throughout the game. And, and Nigel, I think, getting back into rhythm and, you know, controlling the defense and making the calls really uh, settled in, and uh, all those guys did some did some really nice things. What, what happened on the uh, Vernon Davis touchdown? What did you see when you watched that? Back? We just missed the tackle. Um, you know, it was kind of a late throw. You know, uh, the case was on the perimeter. He had a chance to hit him hit him right away. You know, kind of looked back inside, hit him late on the sideline, and then we just we just flat out missed the tackle and and uh, had a chance to get him out of bounds or at least get him on the ground. You went through a stretch in the second half where you, I think you converted eight straight third down opportunities. Aside from brilliant play calling, of course, what, what was the nature of the turnaround from the first half where you guys were able to extend those drives and stay on the field? I mean, they, I, they no, and, and honestly, it was the difference between the two halves. I mean, you think about defensively, we couldn't get off the field on third down in the first half, but yet we did in the second half. And then offensively, we couldn't convert a third down in the second half. We did. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just a credit to the guys um, making subtle, you know, subtle adjustments at halftime, but, you know, just boiled down to execution, you know. And, and uh, the only way we were going to get back in the game was to convert those, honestly. Um, 
and uh, they did a nice job doing that. You seem to lean on Darren a fair amount early on and then work with Jordan and, and Miles in there as the game went on. Is it simply an opponent-by-opponent, week-by-week basis as to who gets more work, or is there what's the, kind of the governing thinking? Yeah, as you guys know, we, when we put the run game together, we talked about this, um, you know, we, we think about the backs and who, who's going to be in on certain plays, and it's just kind of the way the game went, the type of running game that it, that it, that it, that it became, um, you know, Darren's number was on some of those plays, and, and yet as the game wore on, I started getting Miles in there a little bit more and getting Jordan in there a little bit more, and you saw exactly, I mean, that great run by, you know, Miles had a couple nice runs, you know, late in the game, third quarter, fourth quarter, the touchdown, it came back. So you can see how dynamic that can be, and, and we're just going to continue to work it that way. Um, Sometimes it's the hot hand, but sometimes it's based on game plan and, and who's in at that particular time. Now, you said, I know you said that the uh, the fourth and in inches was it was a no brainer. What about the two point conversion to go up nine? Was that a tougher one? No, because um, everything everything told us at that point, uh, even before the drive started, that uh, the communication we had was this was a, a two point a two point drive. Uh, if we scored, you know, thinking was if you kick the extra point, you're up eight. And a touchdown, two point, and you're tied. So this way, it puts it into a two score game and and really puts the pressure back on them to, to do that. What did you see from Jordan on, on the field? Uh, specifically, next. you're next. What did you see from Jordan? Uh, he only had six carries, but what did what did he show you? He 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 runs behind his pads. He's low. He's uh, he he's a powerful guy. Um, and 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 quite frankly, he, you know, he he made some catches out of the backfield, some difficult catches that were low. Uh, and be able to snag the ball. So this guy, uh, we're excited about him, um, you know, and we just got to keep him, keep him coming and keep him in the mix. Doug, a lot of the players said after the game that they could kind of feel that human element of the, the jitters pregame. I'm, I'm curious if you think that could have been settled down with more reps in the preseason, or was that just something they needed to go no, through? No, that's not a preseason deal at all. That's, that's being excited for a home opener and a great crowd that we had, and everybody was in their seats at kickoff, and I was feeling it. I mean, I, you know, I was excited. I was... I was nervous, butterflies. I mean, it was it was a great atmosphere, and and I can, you can kind of feel that with the players, you know, just the excitement and uh, nervous energy, you know, a little bit before the game. So, um, but it was all, it's all positive, and it's all, um, it's all good. Halftime, Deshaun Jackson had some words for the players. He broke the team down. Um, what did he say to them? And did you see him So I, I didn't hear exactly what, because I, I said my remarks and I left. Dom and I walked out and, and he did step in. I did hear and see that part of it, but we were out. So I didn't get a chance to hear exactly what he said. Did you see, I mean, a lot of people talk about how he's mature. I mean, I, I think for him to do that, um, of course, he you know he has history with the team. You know he played there, um, and and so for him to do that and, and in that sort of environment, you know, in front of the team, um, shows a lot of who he is and, and how he's he's grown up in this league. And and um, listen, he's a competitor. He wants to win, and and we weren't playing our best. You know, uh, offense, defense, special teams. We weren't playing our best. So uh, it was just a little friendly reminder, I believe, to the team that. You know, because the guys understand. I think I think they can. The potential's there. You know, uh, we just got to continue to work. And he saw that, so he wanted them to uh, understand that. Well, the first that calls that I noted this off season that who was that? that 
you and Mike Groh okay. noted this offseason that, that uh, Carson was uh, operating quicker, uh, getting through his reads, stuff like that. I'm wondering if there's a, a player, too, that is kind of an example of that in, in week one uh, where that kind of came There, out. Yeah, there were a couple of opportunities. Um, first half uh, called a play-action pass that was designed to get Alshon the ball. And uh, we ran a jet motion. Um, and the safety, 20, uh, can't remember his number, I think it was 23, maybe in the corner of the safety, was was going with Nelly on the motion, but then he stopped. And and Carson was coming off the play fake, and he, and he saw him sitting there. And, and instead of either trying to force it or or move, Jordan Howard was in the flat, and he, he just dropped it right down to him. So he get getting through the progression. Late in the game, he did the same thing. Uh, you know, right before the field goal, another opportunity. We, I called a pass again. Um, he had an opportunity to, uh, you know, shoot the ball down the field. It wasn't there. Put the ball in the flat. So, you know, th- those are the things we talk about. He's just, he's just going through the progression. You know, understanding the defense, uh, putting the ball in the playmaker's hands, and and uh, you know, continuing to work that way. We saw Andre get a few snaps at that tight end uh, in line, tight end position. Uh, how do they do there? And what are the coaching points for a guy kind of? Playing a little wider than he normally does. Yeah, I, I thought he did. Thought he did a nice job. Um, probably oversat, you know, on his on, on the one protection a little bit too wide on on Kerrigan uh, on the second play of the game. But um, I thought he, you know, for the most part played well. Kind of a new position for him. You know, we worked him there all week. Uh, tried to get him comfortable in that spot. And really, they're blocking the same guys. You know, those outside linebackers or DN type guys. So. You know, yeah, he is a little bit wider, but the technique's still the same, and uh, you know, something we'll continue to, to grow with with him. Were there any first half calls that, that you would have liked to have back? What's that? Were there any first half calls that you would have liked to have back? What are you referring to? No, not in particular. Just as everybody was no. sort of going into the locker room. No. Never second guess yourself. Do you like seeing more from your rushers in that game, or do you think this stuff comes in bunches? I think it comes in bunches, but I think in the second half you saw. You know, Derek Barnett was a little disruptive. Um, you know, he got some holding calls on their tackle. Um, you know, BG coming off the edge a couple times, chased down a screen. I mean, there, there was some there was some good effort and, and some good plays made by those guys. With the defensive end numbers that you do have right now and with Brandon Graham and Benny Curry having experience on the inside, do you think that could kind of mitigate losing uh, Malik for a little while? Yeah, it just taxes those guys a little bit more, having to move them around. Um, that's something we're going to have to really, you know, think hard and look hard at these next couple of days uh, before we move forward. On the third and one call in the second quarter, Sproles, the pitch to Sproles to his right, what was the decision-making behind that call and what went wrong in the execution? Well, the decision-making was um, it was part of our short yardage menu. Um, we had just lined up in the same personnel group formation and, and shift earlier and uh, had, a, had a sneak call. This was the second part of that play and the uh, decision was to go with that call and it just failed. We just didn't execute well. You know, what makes Carson so effective on those third and one, fourth and ones and, and how does his ability on those on those plays kind of affect your play call your decision making? You're talking about the sneaks? <clears throat> well, he, you know, the sneaks start with the offensive line. And, you know, with Kelsey and Isaac and, and Brandon, those are the three guys that uh, get a lot of movement, you know, with their tackles because they're going to they're gonna put those big guys right in the A-gaps and, and, and make it hard. But, uh, gosh, they, they, they rolled them out of there pretty good. And, and then Carson's long, 
powerful with his legs and, and you know, did a nice job of just hitting that hitting that apex and that wedge and, and just kind of riding the wave. Um, just well executed. At a corner, what led you to start Douglas over Jones? Well, we knew going in that they were all going to play. Um, and and really, you know, Razul had been really working at that spot for the majority of the time, you know, and, and Sydney was going to get some opportunity in this game. So all three got a chance to play, and, and uh, it was good to see them all in there. And, and, and so when Jones went in in the second half, was that planned or, or, or was that a response <coughs> to Douglas's play in the first half? No, it was all planned. Yeah, everything was planned. Look at Tim Jernigan. I mean, obviously, if Malik's going to be out for a while, he's going to have to step up. I mean, as far as the way he's playing this year, I mean, last year he was obviously hurt and wasn't, you know, close to full strength. Have you seen, like, a big improvement in him since last year? Yeah, I've seen, you know, the confidence, obviously, number one, coming back from the injury um, that he sustained. And then, and then two, he's just he's, – he's got a lot of energy. Um He's, a, he's an excitable guy. He loves playing, loves playing the D-line position. Um, you know, uh, just somebody that brings a brings a, a, a level of energy and and power to the to the inside, you know. And so, you know, now he's going to obviously get an opportunity here uh, with the next – probably the next few weeks to, to play a little bit more and, and uh, really would, would expect nothing less from him. Okay, thanks. thanks. thanks.